Now, Mitch Jennings, that's a bit of a forgotten one in terms of NRL themes. The early 2000s, it was Tom Jones, it was uh, turned from what a man into what a game. Rightly so, forgotten that one, I think. Had forgotten it. Yes, absolutely. That, yeah. Uh, yeah, we've had some good ones. That one, I uh, all, all respect to the great Tom Jones, that theme. Uh, yeah, that one is quite rightly resigned to history, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, that was, that was early 2000s. We're continuing the NRL theme song theme here on Saturdays and in the gong. Our next guest is the new Illawarra Turf Club Chief Executive. By way of introduction, he's been in charge at the Murrumbidgee Turf Club in Wagga and more recently up at Scone Race Club. So he brings his experience to Royal Kembla Grange in July. Good morning to you, Steve Keane. Yeah, good morning, guys. How are you going? Very well, mate. Very well. Um... It's a bit of an end of an era here at Kembla Grange. Obviously, uh, Peter DeVries has spent more than two decades in charge of the Illawarra Turf Club. And, um, you know, the place has transformed in many ways. Obviously, racing in New South Wales is flush with prize money. Uh, there's great expansion out there at uh, Kembla Grange in terms of uh, they've bought up some land. They're looking at expanding a lot of the stabling and uh, attracting new trainers to the Illawarra. So there's a lot of opportunity in the new role at Kembla. Yeah, no, 100% there is. Like, Peter's done a fantastic job. And as I said the other day, you don't accidentally uh, hold a role like this for over 20 years. So, um, look, he's, he's left a great platform for me to work from. And uh, I look forward to getting down there and um, working hard and continuing to add value to uh, what is a great product. So, it's um, racing New South Wales are uh, fantastic at the moment. And, um, yeah, they're, they're really supporting racing strongly and, and that'll continue. Yeah, can't wait to get down there. I guess by, by way of background in, in your career, there's been a lot of uh, development there at Scone and obviously there's a lot of investment in terms of uh, owning and breeding uh, out there in the, the general hunter area. So, you know, just tell us, I guess, about some of the, um, you know, the developments that have happened out there. Yeah, that's right. So racing through the state government and racing New South Wales, they've they've uh, invested a significant amount of money in in both stabling and track facilities. In uh, a poly track will be uh, installed in the second half of the year, as well as the start on the building of 300 uh, dual story um, boxes so, uh, in three complexes, um, similar to what they've got at Rose Hill. So, um, and look, that's that's one of a number of projects that they're they're putting money into and and investing in racing in New South Wales. And I'm sure Kembla, like all the other clubs, will um, yeah, will benefit from that as well. So, yeah, exciting times ahead for all. Is there a lot that you can sort of take out of that time with Scone uh, in bringing in terms of whether it be um, facilities, infrastructure um, or events um, to what we might look forward to at, at Kembla Grange? Yeah, look, my strong suit's always been around the race day events, so... Uh, look, we'll, we'll look to, as I said, add value to, to those race days. We've, we've got a number of great race days, but, um, yeah, we will continue to grow. And as I said, Peter's, Peter's left a, a great, um, I guess, footprint for us to, to really work from and to really keep keep growing both um, yeah, the, the racing and the, the training side of things. So, um, look, the, the poly track's already installed there. So I guess my first two or three months will be just having a look and um, and yeah, just just seeing where where we can um, continue to grow and, and prosper. 
Now, you must be keen to get your hands on the gong, mate. I mean, I've uh, I've covered the gong since its inception. It's just been such a fantastic addition. We, we sort of treat it like our mini Everest down here. and you know, Covered's, I, a, covered's an interesting way to describe it, Matt. <laughs> well, I'd, I, say, I, I'd say participate. I have yeah. been in the corporate facilities on race <laughs> I, day. I have uh, also covered the gong couple, before. <laughs> yeah, well, that that is very true. But, yeah, it's just such a fantastic event. Yeah, look, can't wait to yeah, get get your hands on that one. Um, look, I've been fortunate to be able to be in charge of some of the biggest country carnivals in Stone and Wagga so over the last five years. So I look forward to you know further growing the footprint of the Gong and, and really cementing that as, as a high-quality race. Um, yeah, it's not every day you, you race for, for such large prize money outside of uh, Sydney and Melbourne. So it's a it's, um, great initiative for racing in South Wales and and we'll continue to support it and really get that grow as the years go on. I did catch myself mid-interview here. I thought I felt like I was just uh, conducting a fairly formal interview, but I, I should tell the listeners that we do go back away, back to the old Wagga days. Uh, we played a bit of, bit of cricket together back in Wagga, back in the day when you were a, a big, angry fast bowler. Yeah, I was a little bit thinner and uh, a little <laughs> bit thinner back then. But um, father time has caught up, so... Uh, yeah, they are a very distant memory, but yes, no, we, we have shared a good relationship over a little while, so it'll be good to reconnect. Yeah, and I mean, I've talked a few times on uh, this show, uh, coming from Wagga, I mean, the Wagga Cup Carnival is uh, just about my favourite event of the year to go back um, every every year. Obviously, you've been in charge there at, uh, at Wagga and just the success that um, it's been for such a long time. Yeah, that's right. It, it is a historically successful carnival, and, and look, you, you are noted as one of the uh, regulars down there. And look, I don't think the Wagga Carnival would go on if Tim Barrow wasn't uh, to make an appearance each <laughs> year. So, um, but yeah, part of the furniture down there. But no, it is. It's, it's both going and and uh, the Wagga Gold Cup carnivals. So they're, they're both the bucket list carnival, and, and they're the sort of race meetings that we want to develop. And um, I think the Gong can be that for. The Wollongong, that that one where the punters clubs and the, the sporting groups they they get together each year and and they you know they leave they leave one year wanting to rebook for the next year. So that's that's the goal there with, with uh, the Gong and and hopefully we'll we'll be able to create a few days like that. So yeah, that's that's the challenge ahead and, and look forward to taking it on. I guess the Kembla Classic's a bit of an opportunity there too. Like I know it's a it's a Friday meeting and a Friday event, but um, you know it, it's a you know it's a great standard of race. I mean the Gong sort of carries its own aura in terms of the million dollar race, and um, you know I think the the Illawarra is really um, uh, just excited, really taking it on board as as their race. They get great crowds, and obviously being a, a Saturday meeting at the end of the carnival. But yeah, I mean the Kembla Classic's another race where there's uh, there's real opportunity there. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I think there's no disadvantage from being on the Friday. And, and I think, if anything, that's what the carnivals like Stone and Wagga do highlight is, you know, you can get big crowds on those days. And if you, if you give the patrons a, a reason to come out and enjoy the day of the races, they'll take the day off work or they'll make the effort to come along. So, yeah, that's, that's one of the challenges that we'll look to, to um, I guess, grow. And, um, yeah, as I said... There's no reason why people won't take the day off. You've just got to give them the reason and, and uh, give them a good time and then they'll keep coming back. So that's, that's what we'll look to do. And, mate, I know you've got kids who are talented young basketballers, so I'm sure I'm looking forward to seeing uh, them coming and dominating the boards at the Snake Pit. 
Yeah, that's the plan. So they'll they'll finish up the year with Maitland, and um, yeah, they're they're looking forward to, to getting down. Um, look, they already know a few of the kids from Illawarra and things like that. So yeah, heard good things about their program. So yeah, they're, they're forty kids, so they love the lifestyle that comes along with uh, living in the Illawarra. So yeah, they're all excited as well. Absolutely, mate. So tell us when do you uh, when do you officially come on board at uh, the Illawarra Turf Club? Yeah, it'll be the 24th of July, so Monday there. I'll, I'll have a week with Peter, just as a bit of a handover. He'll he'll show me the lay of the land, and then, um, yeah, we'll we'll get cracking, um, you know, straight into... Won't be long, and the, and the gong will be around, so, and, um, yeah, we'll, we'll be all guns blazing, uh, yeah, in the start of August. Very good, mate. Well, it's great to have you on board on uh, Saturdays in the gong. I look forward to uh, catching up with you down at Royal Kembla very soon. Nah, thanks, thanks for your support, guys, and uh, yeah, look forward to getting down there and, and getting stuck in. Cheers, mate. Go well. We'll head to a break. We're going to talk to Kembla Grange trainer Joe Ebel.